Prabhupada at different times, well, for example, his Bhagavad Gita, called Bhagavad Gita as it is, flips out the scholars. Uh, even uh, somebody, obviously impelled by Prabhupada's title, published a Bhagavad Gita as it was. <laughs> You have to look at it in historical context to see what it really means. You know? um, so in, in the uh, in the Bhagavatam, what I would be considered with here is in in the, the third chapter of the first canto. There, there's a little history given of the Bhagavatam. Uh, well, we start like with with, with uh, um, text forty, where the as Prabhupada translates it, uh, yeah, one three forty. This scripture named Srimad Bhagavatam is the literary incarnation of God. This is taking the term Brahma Samhita. It's the same as Brahman of Krishna. Uh, it, uh, in the, the, it, it is an avatar in the form of a book uh, uh, and therefore uh, it is meant for the ultimate good of all people uh, nishreyasa lokasya for the, yeah, nishreya means uh, the highest good of the people, everybody because yeah, and it is all successful, all blissful, and all perfect. This is the claim that is made in the Bhagavatam itself, and then it recounts how Vyasa Dev uh, gave it to his his son uh, Sukha, Sukha to Parikshit. Uh, when he was surrounded uh, by the sages, fasting to death. And then it says, uh, this Bhagavat Purana is as brilliant as the sun. It has arisen just after the, the departure of Krishna to his own abode, accompanied by religion, knowledge, and so on. Persons who have lost their vision due to the dense darkness of ignorance in the age of Kali shall get light from this Purana. So the claim is made, okay, Krishna departed, but uh, 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 just like when the moon sets, the sun goes up. Of course, not in this country, but... <laughs> so it's a reason... It's, it's come up. It is the light of the age, Puranarka. The Purana, what is li- like the sun. Huh? And it's arisen now. Uh, uh, 
And, and now, uh, Sutta Goswami, now this is the next recitation, when Shukadeva Goswami recited Bhagavatam to Emperor Prikshit, I was there. He's saying to these sages at Naimisharanya Forest, and I heard him, and he used the word Nivishta with great attention. Uh, uh, and now uh, I'm going to let you hear the same thing as I have learned it from him and as I have realized it. This is the final verse in this chapter. Again, the O learned Brahmanas, when Sukadeva Goswami recited Bhagavatam there in the presence of Emperor Prikshit, I heard him with rapt attention. And thus, by his mercy, I learned the Bhagavatam from that great and powerful sage. Now I shall make you hear the very same thing as I learned it from him and as I have realized it. It's a long book in a way. He heard once and then remembered it <laughs> and, and could repeat it. When Prabhupada, how do we understand the Bhagavatam? Well, special way. You have to have the certain qualifications. And, and here he says, and Prabhupada begins this purport by saying, one can certainly see directly the presence of Lord Sri Krishna in the pages of Bhagavatam if one has heard it from a self-realized great soul like Shukadeva Goswami. So that, that's how he started. You, the, the point of, of this book is not just to read a book or hear a book, depending on your medium, but uh, to, to, to hear it, but to see directly the presence of Krishna in the pages. One other thing you should remember when, when reading this, Prabhupada wrote this in India, thinking hey, I'm going to, make, going to translate this Bhagavatam so I can take it outside of India to the world. That's why he's writing it in English. Right? So he's thinking of how you know, it's going to be presented. He is also presenting Bhagavatam in a disciplic succession because what you've had mentioned here is a disciplic succession. And he says you can see Krishna directly. So the requirement is you have to hear from the right person because then he goes on to say you can't learn Bhagavatam from what he calls the bogus hired reciters. These are the professional reciters of Bhagavatam. I've heard them do that, do a Bhagavat Saptaha, you know, seven days of reciting Bhagavatam. Uh, I once had, they're like actors, really good, can move the audience to tears, uh, you know, like that kind of thing. Uh, so he says these the, the hired reciters I mean really if you get paid money for doing for, for something you're second rate that's the difference now if you don't get any money you think what's wrong with these people but here you know they don't do it for money uh, the hired reciters 
They want to earn money and employ the earning in sex indulgence. People who are not following principles of Krishna consciousness. They're just talented. He says, no one can learn Srimad Bhagavatam who is associated with persons engaged in sex life. And then he says, this is the secret of learning Bhagavatam. He uses this word secret now and it gets repeated. Who are finding the secret. Nor can one learn, learn Bhagavatam for one who interprets the text by his mundane scholarship. Oh, there's all kinds of people doing that too. Uh, scholars like to read it and they like to see it in historical, you know, Bhagavad Gita as it was. They, they give some understanding or interpretation of what it means. Uh, uh, and they're, they're scholars. They, they, they've learned the languages. They've seen the different editions. They try to understand historically how it happened and all this other kind of stuff. Uh, so he says you can so two people you know the, the profession the professional reciters for and the speculators basically they do something with Bhagavatam that's, that's not the way because Bhagavatam itself says how you're supposed to get it right one has to learn Bhagavatam from the representative of Shukadeva Goswami and no one else if one at all wants to see Lord Krishna in the pages, says it again. Repetition, rep, repetition means emphasis and you know, importance. Uh, if one wants to see Lord Krishna in the pages. Uh, uh, directly, he used the word already, directly. Because this is Brahma Samhita. It is identical with Krishna. It is Krishna in the form of a book. Just like Krishna and Krishna's name are the same. And if you chant the Hare Krishna mantra, you will see Krishna directly. So similarly, Bhagavatam. It's just like one very big name of Krishna. Takes a little while to say it, but Krishna is there. One has to learn Bhagavatam from the representative of Shukadeva Goswami if one wants at all to see Lord Krishna in the pages. And then he talks about disciplic succession, how Sutta Goswami was the representative of Shukadeva, Shukadeva of Vyas. And they're simply hearing it, repeating it as they had heard it. But now he says, simple hearing is not all. One must realize the text with proper attention. Uh, That word has been used here, realize. Experience, you can say. To realize knowledge is experience knowledge. The word Navishta means that Sutta Goswami drank the juice of Bhagavatam through his ears. He means to point out, I guess, if you're really, really thirsty and you really want to drink and 
drink something, they give you juice, you really take it down eagerly. So in the same way he heard with the same eager, concentrated uh, attention, with rapt attention. That is the real process of receiving Bhagavatam. One should hear with rapt attention from the real person, then he can at once realize the presence of Lord Krishna in every page. So these are directions, how to hear, how to understand uh, Bhagavatam. With, and what's the sign that we have understood it? We can experience Krishna himself. It's not, the book disappears and you're there. It's not a medium. Well, sometimes Prabhupada uses the term for the spiritual master, a transparent via medium. So then if we hear it from the rapt attention of the real person, you can realize Krishna directly in the pages, every page, he says. The secret of knowing Bhagavatam is mentioned here. He's used that word secret again. Now he goes to explain how to be able to hear with his attention that he's talking with, his rapt attention. No one can give rapt attention who is not pure in mind. Know that that concentrated attention requires mental purity. Uh No one can be pure in mind who is not pure in action. No one can be pure in action who is not pure in eating, sleeping, fearing, and mating, or we would say defending and mating sometimes. In other words, in order to hear even the most basic biological human activities have to be done in a way that is pure. Uh, so you, you have to be pure in all one's actions, then one can become pure in mind, then you can hear Bhagavatam. But somehow or other, if someone hears with rapt attention from the right person at the very beginning, somehow, you get there, as soon as these conditions are there, one can assuredly see Lord Krishna in person in the pages of Bhagavatam. It's clear that Srila Prabhupada is talking from his own experience uh, about this. because you make the idea that parampara, you know, that things can be handed down and not changed, Prabhupada says this, everybody laughs at that. When I was in grade school, we're sitting in a circle, we did a little, played a little game or whisper, somebody would whisper a word to this one person, and that person would whisper the word to the next person, or a phrase, I forget, and it'd go around the room, and when that came back, it was different to teach you that, you know, there's little inaccuracies creep in and you shouldn't trust this kind of thing. And yet Prabhupada is saying, here you're going to have it as it is, you know, Bhagavad Gita as it is. How is that? Because 
it's that way because here you have a succession of people who are hearing and speaking in a certain way. How do we become capable of that? Here it is. You have to be trained. The mind has to be trained in such a way that you can give proper attention. Of course, we are in the age of inattention, the age of distraction, the age of so many devices all the time. People are talking to each other and texting someone else at the same time. Multitasking is our, you know. And here they are, single-minded attention, the full concentration of your powers. One hears it, and then Krishna will be realized. How to come to that state of mind? Well, that's really... When you see the regulative principles that Prabhupada has given us, these are the principles for hearing Bhagavatam. Our regulative principles, uh, I've been pointing this out, maybe you've heard me, if you've encountered each other before, I've, I've said this to other places, but the principles of Krishna consciousness, the four regulative principles, are principles of knowledge, not merely moral principles. We put moral principles usually in the reward and punishment, sin, piety. If you sin, you get punished. If you're pious, you get rewarded. And that's the realm of morality. These are principles, um, they're moral, but also of knowledge. Because Prabhupada keeps using this word science, it is a science. But these are the science; these are the principles of knowledge of this science. You go and go to any university in, in the West; nobody will tell you, "Oh, before you can become a student, you have to be following these principles." What? And, you know, sometimes uh, Nobel Prize winning scientists are also, you know, big drinkers, famous for getting, somehow they manage. Uh, so, so, we're not used to that idea. But these are principles of knowledge. Uh, I mean, if you just read the Bhagavad Gita, knowledge depends upon sattva, on goodness. For knowledge, this is one of the things... That, that is required is, is the mode of goodness. There is no cultivation of the mode of goodness. The brahmanas, those who have jnana vijnana astikyam, they have confidence in the texts, the scriptures, and they have understanding of it and know how to apply it in different circumstances. These are the brahmanas. We don't have them anymore. They're supposed to guide society. And when Prabhupada was asked by some reporters in a New York airport, why have you come to the West? He said, I've come to give you a brain. I was standing next to him and I watched all the pencils stop. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I've come to give you a brain. And he explained the human society is like a human body and has head, arms, and belly, legs. 
you, you have no head, you have no brain. And then he said, actually in your society, everyone is a Shudra and there are a few Vaishas. Which explains a lot. As a sociological analysis, it's pretty good. Uh, so anyway, this Bhagavatam, the Brahmanas, we, we are supposed to, you know, you know in the Bhagavatam tells you how to be a king, tells you what you're supposed to do. It's, it's, it's also part of you know, political science, how Maharaj Prikshit received the age of Kali. Anyway, people will get light from this in this age. That's why it's, it's being taken all over the world by, by the people who received it, by Srila Prabhupada and others, so we can get... This explains why ISKCON exists. Prabhupada comes with the books. He's got the books that we can pass them around and bring people to, to read them. The books have the instructions in them. He has to create the audience. People can't understand them unless there are people who can give that right kind of attention. He has to train up an audience. That's why we have the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. That's what it's here for. Kind of interesting thing is, is once he's going to take the Bhagavatams to the West, it's just incumbent upon him to like, if you just give them out, nobody will understand them. They'll go on some shelf somewhere. One of, one of people find it interesting, but they won't really grasp it. Uh, so that's what he says. Uh, so, uh, and then he goes on in, in, in the, the first, uh, continues a little bit in, in, in the f- first verse of the next chapter, uh, when Shonaka Rishi, who's the uh, spokesperson for the sages at Namisharanya Forest, thanks Sutta Goswami. Uh, 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 and and, and uh, f- for now bringing him these Bhagavatams and now uh, we, c- we can hear it from, from you. He stood up to congratulate Sri Sutta Goswami when he expressed his desire to present Srimad Bhagavatam exactly as he heard it from Sukadeva Goswami and also realized it personally. So those two things have to happen. Personal realization does not mean that one should, out of vanity, attempt to show one's own learning by trying to surpass the previous acharyas. Mine's better than theirs. I know more now. He must have full confidence in the previous acharya and at the same time he must realize the subject matter so nicely that he can present the matter for particular circumstances in a suitable manner. The original purpose of the text must be maintained no obscure meaning should be screwed out of it, <laughs> yet it should be presented in an interesting manner for the understanding of the audience 
This is called realization. So that's the other thing. Somehow or other, it's not changed, it's not new, it's faithful, but nevertheless, it's alive. Somehow in the interaction between the speaker and the audience, it's still presented with a kind of voice of the other speaker. Uh, and so, uh, but it's the same text. And so because the speaker and the audience are bona fide, then the text happens. Uh, it's potent. Uh, so th- this, this is how Prabhupada's understanding of how we should understand Scripture. We take it, he used those terms as it is. He presented this quite blatantly as uh, our way of doing it. It's not the conventional way that's come to prevail in the West. The, these books have, when they're done correctly, they have spiritual potency and the spiritual potency becomes released. Uh, uh, the incarnation of Krishna in the form of the book becomes uh, uh, visible to everybody. The, the book disappears. You're directly in the presence of Krishna himself. That, that's the full realization of Bhagavatam. This is how the six Goswamis understood and f- realized Bhagavatam. And our spiritual master, our Acharya of Srila Prabhupada, this is how they also see Bhagavatam. So that is what we aim at. And we, we are supposed to become not only fit to become the hero, heroes, but we have to continue the line. This is just not some interesting historical document. This is the text that's supposed to give light to the age of Kali. So this is how we are supposed to understand it. Okay? Thank you. You say Shri Bhagavatam Maki. Yeah.